Hi, I'm Joe. And I'm Fran. She's actually my mom, so we usually don't watch the same shows. Because we don't even like the same shows. Okay, calm down. We're going to give it a try. Well, let's see how it goes. Anyway, let's watch TV. I hope you don't pick anything weird. Mom, just roll with it. Happy Valentine's Week, everybody. Happy Valentine's to my son, Valentine. Okay, weirdo. Why don't you wish Happy Valentine's Day to the people? Hello, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) Happy Valentine's Day. I hope your day is full of love. We've got such love episodes going on. We should have done this episode, this week's episode on the movie Single White Female, because you are that to me. I'm not single. Yeah, but you're obsessed with me. You're obsessed with me. I am not obsessed with you. Quit saying that. I have said this for you. You're my kid. (laughs) Who do you want me to be? Okay, I don't love you. (laughs) I'm calling CPS. Anyway. Anyway, everybody. Happy Valentine's Day. We've got a hell of an episode. A hell of an episode. God almighty. A hell of an episode this week. This week, we are dedicating our episode to who? Patreon member. I don't trust you. You you say the name. Mom, I don't trust I you. swear to God. I don't trust you. What is the I'm name? Not... Say mm-hmm. it. Say it. Justice Crank. Why do you think that is a lie? Or Justice Crank. Justice? Oh, you're going to pull a flare on that I'm not that sure ass. which one. I'm not sure. I'm pretty sure it's Justice Crank. Yes, I okay. fucked around with the names and told you that one time yes, we had a person uh, named Tara Hyman. However... Yeah. I swear to God, this is a real Patreon member. Okay, well, forgive me, the Patreon member today who gave us this. Yeah, you beg for forgiveness. Incredible episode, Justice Crank. Told us to watch The Tinder Swindler on Netflix. Netflix. The documentary, The Tinder Swindler. And my blood is boiling before we get into it you guys can tell us what to watch too and you can talk to us online and everything by becoming a patreon member it's patreon.com slash jonabrowski become a patreon member get your submissions for let's watch tv and be able to communicate with us with us and support the podcast keep us on the air we are up to almost 800 patreon members now which wow. i love you guys. welcome everybody for those of you who Stay with us and listen to our nonsense. And sometime. you guys give us some good ones. Case in point, yeah. the Tinder swindler. Right. Do you want me to give the premise of this? Oh, pop off, queen. <laughs> Posing as a wealthy jet-setting diamond mogul, this person would talk to women online and con them out of millions of dollars. Now... Some victims plan for paybacks. And oh. this stuff happens. This stuff is, it's, it's all real. real. It's like a real. documentary. And it right. is, let's start from the beginning. Okay. There's this girl, her name is Cecile. Cecile. I got some words for Miss Cecile, and they're not great. Well, wait a minute. But when this all came to be, social media started. Ripping these girls apart. I Okay, I'm going to get to it. I'm going to okay. get to it. Right. Now, just pause. Cecile 
meets this man. Okay, spoiler alert, but not so much of a spoiler alert. You know if you read the description or watched the trailer, she meets a con artist. Okay. I'm like. This is how it happened. Tinder. She meets this guy on Tinder. He immediately says, oh, she goes on his Facebook and, and cross checks to make sure he's real and all that, right? She, He messages her right away and he says, I'm only in Paris for a very short amount of time. I'm about to go, but would you like to get coffee at my hotel? And she says, yes. Red flag number one, don't meet your man at his hotel. Unless that's what you're into, in which case, leave the coins on the dresser. Mm-hmm. She says yes. They go. They have coffee. They're getting along. They've known each other for less than an hour. And he says to her, I have to leave for Bulgaria. I really like you. I, You should come. Oh, and right away I thought, no, he's going to sex trade her. Right away. Mom, same. Same. Well, I, am, I will get into this. Remind me about his his ex-wife remind me remind me the baby mama the baby mama so she cecile is like i don't know about that he's like i'll have a car pick you up to go get your things and meet me at the airport she says okay a rolls royce picks her up which don't be fooled by the car baby girl a rolls royce picks her up takes red flag number one this is where you could have gotten kidnapped the first time no doubt takes her to her house she packs a bag in her passport it they take her to the airport right and she gets to the airport and there's like an entourage, entourage of people. This guy, Simon, who she just met and his bodyguard, a couple other people and his ex-wife with his daughter. I don't think and, it was his wife. It was his ex-girlfriend. His ex-girlfriend and his daughter. And they are getting, they're all going to get on this plane and fly together. Red flag I, number two. Yeah, you've I known miss- this man for hours and he didn't even tell you that you were going to be on a plane with his ex and his daughter. You're meeting his daughter and you haven't even known this man for a half of a day, bitch. <laughs> get the fuck out of here. I know. I'm I know. so sorry. But oh. No. Absolutely not, Cecile. But you know, part of her personality is she was a hopeless romantic. And I so don't, oh God! Uh, listen to me. She talked about a life is about love, and it's about wanting the love that you grew up with. And she loved, and I, I'm surprised you didn't mention this. She loved Disney movies and Beauty and the Beast. And the way that all romanticized out. And she she was on, she loved that. She was on Tinder for seven years in two countries and had 1,024 matches in two countries, right? And she said, a man being rich is like a girl being pretty. And she was beautiful. Gorgeous. She was gorgeous. And... Just loved love. There's a lot of people out there like that. Mom. Mom. What? Listen to yourself. It's true. Great. You can love love, but you don't got to be a f- dumbass. Well, I think people can need not- to be more cautious. No shit. I know. So, you know, she flies with him, spends the night, and he sends her back the next day. And he's texting her, texting her, texting her. And asked her, will you be my girlfriend? 
right? Mm-hmm. And right away, she's like, oh my God, my dreams are coming true. She falls for the whole thing, right? And he starts telling her about this $70 million diamond deal that he said he was part of this family, which were with, what was it, an LLC diamond or something? He, he, he used the last name. He called himself Simon Leviev. 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 And that's and an actual Googled diamond. It. That is a diamond heir. Right. And, and he said he was, his father was this diamond. Well, she Googled like you're supposed to. She Googled him and there was a picture of him with the family. It was like a family picture. So she did her due diligence and she did because she said, you need to Google everything. She did it. And I thought to myself, oh my God, you can't just depend on the internet to give you truth. And also just like Santa seeing is not believing. Right. But, you know, she did her due diligence. (laughs) The way, I'm sorry, the way that you were just like, right. Right. (laughs) She did not do her due diligence. Well, you know, she just, she fell in love really quickly. And then. Well, okay, let me back this up for the people. What you don't understand yet at this point in the show is that this is all his con. So then she like, they're like meeting and he. That's phase one. So phase one with these women is that he gets you to fall in love with him. Right. That's phase one. So phase one is now complete with Cecilia. Very attentive. Very. Very says the right thing. Does does the right thing. thing. Gets a lot of information from them. A lot. Gets a lot of information. Passport information. Yeah, because she had to send in their passport. She, all of it. Yeah, I want to. Have you meet me in this hotel? I got to get, I have to do some, get you some flights. I need your passport information. They hand it over to him. Hand it over. Hand it over. Hand it over. And And uh, then the next phase is he scares them. And the way that, yes. Yes, you're right. I know. The way that he scares them is he convinces them that because he's in the diamond industry, that there are bad guys after him that he refers to as his enemies that are trying to kill them. So he will call these women late, late in the middle of the night or text them late, late in the middle of the night and be like, oh my God, we're in danger. And then he sends a video of his bodyguard all bloody and bruised. And like, it's very believable. What you don't know is he used these videos over and over again with like multiple women. And- he then convinced and it scares the hell out of them. And then they convince him that that's phase one. Phase two is to convince them that he is in danger. Okay. Phase three is now that he's in so much danger that his enemies are tracking him via his spending. So he needs untraceable spending in order to continue to survive and have his job keep going. So he asked these women to do, to like open credit cards, take out loans and give him humongous chunks of cash. He, he asked this one, first of all, first he asked her, her to move in with him and that he had a $15,000 per month budget. So she went out looking for a place to live with him and so excited, right? 
Then he asked her to link her American Express to him to link their card. So he can use it. Yep. And she does. Right. She links his her American Express and then comes the whole thing about the security team and how he can't use his because he's in danger and all this kind of stuff. So he starts using her American Express and maxes it out quick, like in two maxes days. Maxes it out. Right. And then she's got to keep calling for a so bigger limit. A and then he what he does is he employs her under the business and makes fake statements that she's been on payroll so that the credit card company will up her spending. Right. She could send a, a payroll invoice where he was paying her $95,000 a month. So when she sends that into American Express, they up the ante for her. Yep. Like, you no know? question. And then she took out loans. She had... Nine different creditors, nine after her, that she took out money for for this imbecile. Okay, no, I got to tell you this though. When she said she said she gave him like one hundred and fifty thousand dollars or something like that. Yeah. But at one point, like it went higher than that. I think. Yeah. Now, when she said that, Morgan and I were watching this next to each other. Oh, he and, was watching. And, and I said to him, and he agreed with me, and I said. If you ever asked me for $10,000, I'd be like, sure, let's get my lawyer present first. I don't care. Like still. And he goes, and same. And same. And I go, yeah. I go, I would never even give you that kind of money. Like, just like, you know, because like, and Morgan and I are very honest with each other too. Like, we are under the impression of trust no bitch because I am not like and we both say to each other, too, we work extremely hard for the money that we make. And you I will be damned if anyone is going to take advantage of me like that shit. So who the hell is going to hand over this kind of and then she oh, gets man. together. She takes out a loan and then gets and it's like twenty five thousand dollars. She then gets the loan in cash, puts it in a bag and then gives him, brings it to the, him and brings it to him and gives him the cash. You're off your fucking rocker. You're I mean, the kind of money he was asking for, what he would do also is said, she would say, okay, well, I need it back as soon as possible. He would cut a check for, let's say, $100,000 and say, here you go and link it to her account. And then she thought she was getting paid and it never went through and it never went through and it never went through because it, bounced he didn't have that kind of money so what so here she was indebted but i thought to myself if i was a young woman even if i i was my age first of all i ain't giving nobody my money never never i don't care if you ask for five hundred dollars nope somebody i don't know no way i'm not taking out a loan for nobody for nobody are you kidding me i don't know if i take out a loan for you you wouldn't take a loan from me? No, I'm like you with Morgan. I don't trust your ass. Nope. I don't trust your ass. You tend to I don't trust your ass. <laughs> you're, Even though you're very, you're very, very good. I'm saying. I'm generous to the ones that I love, which is why you don't need to be asking me for no coin because you get a lot of shit. So shut your ass up and be grateful. I'm not talking to you. <laughs> I'm talking. <laughs> I'm talking. 
I'm talking to your face right now. Jesus your face Christ. right now. I'm talking in general. I'm a very generous person with my well, money too, with especially when I love well, you. So don't ask. No, you are. But you remember that time? I do. When they asked you to co-sign on that car. This friend of Joe's. But do cute like, little guy was in a corrupt family situation. They were con artists. It was a family of con artists. Go he ahead. Went with us they got everywhere. the kids. They got the kids to be the con artist. Yeah, he went with us everywhere. Joe was great friends with him. They, you know, played together. They got along well. He was a cute kid. Um, didn't see anything coming until his older brother started hanging around. Who was like three years older than us, four years older than us. No, you're, when you're kids, I mean, this was like, he was like in junior high. Something like that. Anyway, keep going. And dad and mom were like, hmm, that's odd that this kid is all of a sudden hanging out with us hanging around so then all of a sudden the kid says to me the kid is like 14 everybody or not even yeah and says to me he called you on the phone he might have called me i can't remember i remember it was on the phone because he was i'm thinking that i could see him down this basement but anyway asking if we could co-sign on a loan for his parents so they could pay their utility bills no it wasn't Yes, it was. It was a cosign on a loan so that they could have a car. And was, utility bills. And utility bills. Mm-hmm. Dad and I looked at each other and we said, we don't co-sign for people in our own family. We're not co-signing for you. And the next thing dad did was call the parents. And what happened then? He said, I want to tell you something. I don't know what's up, but this isn't going to happen. Uh Uh-huh. I don't know this part. And next thing we know, those kids never came over again. Never again. Which was sad. No, it wasn't sad. No, it wasn't sad. They it was not sad because we know that they are criminals. They had a big house with nothing in it because they're people who buy shit. They're those people who they show they they wore Armani and they wore nice clothes, but they didn't have shit in their house. They didn't have shit on their walls. They didn't have a goddamn couch in their living room. They sat on the fucking floor because they're and I don't care that I sound like this. They were criminals. They wanted everything to look good on the outside and they stole money from other people to the point where they got their kids to be so cute and so sweet and so nice and then would butter up friends, families and then ask them for shit. And there were multiple families in the community who did this too, because I know of other friends that that happened to with that too. And you know who they are, but I'm over here like, I, you know what? The amount of empathy that I don't have for bullshit parents like that who are going to use your kids to to con, you're a fucking crook and you should go to prison. Yeah, and the sad part, the kid who hung around with you was an all-A student. Was he? Yes. Are you shitting me? No. He was? We knew it for a fact because we talked to the teachers. Oh, he fell down that trap hard, too. So, So we... You know, we're witness to some of that. And the whole thing is, what are your values? We're not falling for that shit. We don't mm. give anybody our money. Bye. We're for our own family. Bye. 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 Bye, Miss mm-hmm. American And it hurt Pie. you. You were so hurt. I don't give a that shit. You were, that at the time, you were hurt that you weren't playing with your friend anymore. But we sat down and explained to you exactly what happened. Right. So that kind you of. understood. Yeah. I, there, I actually know two friends that this happened to, too. It was a con. It was a it was an inside job. 
What? Do they loan the family money? No, God, no one did. I'll tell you who they are when we're off the air. But oh, sad. But you anyway. Know, you know who these families are. So anyway, so that was one of the girls. The other one, this Pernelia shows up right on the uh-huh. And we got we to get to the chase on here because we have another segment where Cornelia shows up. Same shit happens. He decided he just wanted her as a best friend. She starts taking out loans for him up to $250,000, right? Mm-hmm. Same shit. She had nine creditors. He started giving her payments that didn't work. She was hard on him. He said, okay, I'm going to give you my watch. You can sell my Wait, watch. The whole no, thing what? too with Pernelia, he never to wanted to be in love with her. He, he, on their first date, he, they both agreed. I think we're just good friends. So it's not always he gets them to fall in love with them. He gets them to care about him and trust him yeah. and just be in his life. And yeah. that was his goal with this one. And he did it. He did it. And then she got smart. Oh, she didn't give nearly as much as the other girl. She did give a lot to this guy, but she did not give even half of what the first girl did. And the first girl was starting to back away and get really suspicious. And he called her mom. Her mom. That was crazy. Yeah, because then she put it together. She's like, he has my passport. He has my address. He knows where I live. He knows where I'm probably at right now. And he would say shit like every action has a reaction. That's some so bullshit. She was the one. She was the one that decided the police wouldn't investigate it for her. Mm-hmm. She went to the top UK based, yeah, to journalists to talk to them about what happened, and they started investigate it. They started, and to- they had cameras following him, and they found oh, they, out what was going on. By the way, you guys, they put together that like the way that he worked is he had no money. So as he was getting huge chunks of money from one girl, he was spending it on his next girl, next like girl. in real time. So right. she would give him $25,000 cash and then he would buy private jets, airliners, dinners, like dinners fancy hotels, all of it. it he, was, he only wore designer clothes. Three days. Yeah. He would use go through it in three days. In three days. Yeah, you're right. So he was pursuing, pursuing the next girl. It was like, they called it a Ponzi scheme. So what happened is that these two girls met up and started talking about what was going on. But there was a third girl. Wait, hold on. Then it starts to go viral. And then like the, the news picks it up and it's going, going, going. So now his like picture is in places. So who sees the article? His current victim. And she's been his girlfriend for a while. Aileen, she's my favorite. 14 months. Yep, she's been his boyfriend for a while. She fell for all the bullshit. And she's getting on a plane and she sends him the article of his face that she finds and then she turns her phone off and she's like, I know he's going to call me the minute I land. And he did. And he starts saying, oh, these are my enemies. They're after me. This is all fake. This is all not real. Well... She's a smart little bitch and she immediately plays into it. And she's like, oh, fuck those bitches. I hope you're safe from your enemies. What else do you need? And she's she's like biting through her teeth because she also knows the media is not going to help her. So he's like, meet me here at this place. And she buys a plane ticket and goes to see him. And she's like freaking out the whole time. She had to kiss him. She had to act like everything. And she worked in high end clothing. So she knew he only wore designer. So she he's like, I need money. What can you do? What can you give me? She's like, I don't have any money. She goes, but. 
let's sell some of your clothes. Right. She says, I'm going to swindle the swindler. Yep. She says, I'm going to swindle the swindler. And she convinces him to take tons of suitcases full of his designer clothes, sunglasses, shoes, belts, everything, to watches, to sell it, to give him the money. She gets back on her plane. And she gets that shit up on your favorite thing, Facebook Marketplace, <laughs> eBay. eBay, Craigslist, and she's just selling his shit. And he that shit. is freaking out. He's like, he's asking her for the money, asking her for money. She goes, nothing's sold yet. Nothing's sold yet. And here she's getting hundreds, thousands, thousands of dollars, 10,000, and he's getting madder and madder and, and you madder. you see him go up and down. He'll go from, you're going to pay for this, you stupid bitch, to, oh, I love you so much. I'm so sorry. I just need help. And then he grovels. And she yeah. loves it. And I love watching yeah. her love it. He has to stay in a hostel, a one-star hostel. And he has the audacity to say that, I'm staying in a one-star place like he's any better than that. Trash. He even asked her, would you buy me a lottery ticket and I'll pick yeah. my own numbers? Trash. Oh, my God. So he was nobody without any money. And he was on a flight to Greece. And she knew that. She knew he was on a flight to Greece. She contacted the police. And that's where he got caught and arrested. Because he was Fast fleeing right. many countries. He was he was on the run. Should we talk people, about should we talk about what happened at the very end? Because it pissed me off so bad. Yes. Yes. Because people was, need to understand the real reality of this stuff. You guys, he was in jail for 15 months and he's mm-hmm. now walking scot-free. He he's, got out in five. He's still doing inside jobs. He has a fake business that everyone knows about. He's got a fake girlfriend that everyone knows about. And he's driving Porsches and Ferraris and Lamborghinis. And he has and he's back on Tinder. He has all this money again and he's back on Tinder. Well, isn't that different names? Why, this is the second time that I've watched something. It was also with that Harvard scandal where oh, yeah. like what's her name from Full House was paying. Oh yeah. They all mm-hmm. they all walked away scot free. Yeah. And then yeah, here it I mean, is again. So he's out again. He's got a different name. He's running a business. Same shit all over all right. again. This, this is a good one. All right. I want to introduce a new segment. This is a new segment. It's called Wild Story Wednesday. Okay. And I love it. I love it. Wild Story. I haven't heard these, by the way. I have one of them I read in full. One of them I stopped reading because it's so good. And I wanted to read it together with you. And these are from where? These are from Patreon, Patreon members. So if you're on Patreon, you, we, I'll ask you guys specific stories about something. This week, I asked the Patreon members for stories about Tinder dates or online dating gone wrong. And oh. if you submit a story to Wild Story Wednesday, every once in a while, we're going to throw one in here. Keep you guys anonymous, but they're good. Here's our first one. Okay, okay, Joe, here we go. Strap in. Tinder days were rough for me. First of all, I did eventually meet my husband on Tinder, and we are now married, and it's wonderful. It's not bad at all, but I have two especially bad stories. Quick pause. I also met Morgan on Tinder. Did you know that? Oh, and I know people who met on dating apps. We used to run classes on how to date, how to be safe and date on dating apps. Yeah, your generation needs that too. Well, apparently so do these Finnish women. So yeah, (laughs) anyway. One time I was messaging this really cute guy and we were going to meet up for coffee after messaging back and forth for a few days. So I set it up that we would meet at Starbucks while my friend was working as the barista. 
Good girl. Good girl. Good girl. I always tried to make sure that somebody was nearby. I walk in the store and nobody is there except this one little old man in the corner. I message the guy and he says something along the lines of running late. And this little fucking creepy man pats on my seat next to me and says, I'm right here, honey. Come to Papa. Oh, my God. I want to throw up here in it. My friend Morgan immediately started screaming from behind the counter. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Go to my house because I live alone and I got to her house because I live alone and I got to her house to her boyfriend on the patio with the cat and a gun because he was worried. <laughs> That this creepo probably followed me. I spent the night at their house. I love that he had the cat and a gun. Like, you're either going to get shot or cat scratch fever. Oh, Oh, that's good. Okay, she got a second one. The second one only that is good. The second one only happened in messages, but a firefighter was messaging me back and forth about like random get to know you stuff. And then all of a sudden it turned into a novel about how he wanted to suck my toes and <laughs> these are <laughs> These are her words, not mine. I, I, this is why I love not reading these first. <laughs> this is her words, not mine. Here we go. Ah, ah. <laughs> oh hold my on, hold God. on. I got to go back. <laughs> All of a sudden, it turned into a novel about her. <laughs> And it turned into a novel about how he wanted to suck my toes and fuck me up the ass. And it was <laughs> and it was pages and pages long. I had to scroll through my phone multiple times, did not ask for any of that and all, and immediately blocked him because I really didn't know what the fuck was happening. Oh my. Uh, anyway, I can't wait to hear everyone else's story on the podcast. <laughs> You're the fucking best. Thank you for making me laugh this Oh my God, oh my. I have literal tears falling down my face. Oh my God. Oh God, that's good. That was good. What's your take? Oh my God. <laughs> What's your take? There on are that? some creepy people out there. Oh yeah. Creepy people. Even though when you were a baby, you loved people's toes. <laughs> you would just let all my shit out there. Kiss your cousin's toes. Ew. Like Ew. What the hell's the matter with him? <laughs> yeah, what the hell? I, for the record, I don't have a foot fetish in my adult life. Anyway, okay, I got another one. You ready for okay. it? Okay. Hey, Joe, love the podcast. So happy to be a Patreon member. Hold on. Here's a doozy. I met my ex-boyfriend on Bumble in November of 2019-2020, and he was able to live a double life for over a year. He told me that he was a third-grade teacher and that he graduated from UCLA. He told me that he drove a Hyundai Sonata and that he lived with a male roommate. Turns out he was a recess aide, printed out fake worksheets to grade in front of me that so I would really believe that he was a teacher. He never went to college, used a friend's car for our dates, and lived at 
home. When I finally found out, his explanation was, with this being COVID lockdown, I never thought that we would make it this far. And so I just made it all up, hoping you'd never find out. Once a liar, always a liar. That's crazy. That is a piece of shit. Yeah, COVID had nothing to do with it. That's a piece of shit if I ever you did. You got to really one. think through how you're going to lie. You got to, you, you, you are, you, that's a sociopath. So is this Simon yeah. Leviev, right? They're all sociopaths. Anyway, on the Patreon episode, I do have a Tinder horror story of my own that I am going to oh, share that with one? all of you. Oh, I know I am going to share it with you guys. <laughs> it is bad. It is bad. Again, huge thank you huge thank you to huge. Justice Crank for giving us this episode to watch right. again you guys can become Patreon members you can catch the bonus episode where I'm going to talk about my Tinder horror story we got tons of communication going on with you guys we got 33 messages right now from today alone that I'm going to talk to you guys in Patreon become a Patreon member support the podcast at patreon.com slash Joe Dombrowski that's patreon.com slash Joe Dombrowski patreon.com slash Joe Dombrowski we love you guys we love you guys so much. We love all you guys. Thank you so much and we'll for hanging in there. And we'll see you next time on <laughs> Let's, Let's Watch, watch TV. Tinder and Swindler. <laughs> Bye. Be safe, honey.